there can be no other gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit. Galatians chapter 1 verses 6 to 10. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. In today's scripture passage, the Apostle Paul said to the saints of the Galatian churches that he marvelled at how they were turning away so soon from the gospel of the water and the spirit, which had led them into the grace of Christ to follow a different gospel. He also pronounced that there was no other gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit, declaring that anyone who follows any other gospel would be accursed. The other gospel that the Apostle Paul spoke of here refers to the false teachings advocated by the circumcisionists at that time, claiming that for anyone to become one of God's people, he must be physically circumcised. For anyone and everyone, one can receive the true remission of sin only if he properly understands the gospel of the water and the spirit that God has given us and believes in it with his heart. During the early church era, however, the Jewish Christians in the churches of Galatia, who had converted from Judaism, were trying to spread their legalistic faith in God's church. In other words, they were arguing that even if people believed in Jesus, they had to be physically circumcised to wholly become God's people. As a result, many saints came to abandon the gospel of the water and the spirit and follow their false teachings, which eventually led them to spiritual death in the end. Such a tragic phenomenon is repeating itself in today's Christianity as well. The tradition of the legalistic faith of the circumcisionists of the early church era has continued to be passed down to the present day, stumbling people with a different gospel called the doctrine of repentance. In today's Christianity, the other gospel, apart from the gospel of the water and the spirit, which Paul called a different gospel, is this very doctrine of prayers of repentance, which makes people fall into spiritual death. What does the doctrine of repentance, one of the orthodox doctrines of today's mainstream Christianity, claim? This doctrine argues, whoever believes in Jesus' blood on the cross is remitted from his past sins, but the sins he commits after believing in Jesus are forgiven whenever he offers prayers of repentance. However, such a teaching is nothing more than a different gospel that is far removed from the only true gospel written in the Bible, the gospel of the water and the spirit. Yet despite this, because this different gospel has already been officially sanctioned by Christianity all over the world, many Christians, convinced that this is the truth, are leading their lives of faith by relying on their own daily prayers of repentance. What's more, Since they have not even heard of the genuine gospel of the water and the spirit, they don't even consider the gospel they believe in, that is, the gospel of only the blood of the cross and the doctrine of repentance, to be a different gospel. Nevertheless, any gospel that leaves out the baptism Jesus received from John and advocates only his blood on the cross as the work of salvation is a different gospel. Could there be more than one true gospel that the Lord has given to mankind?
If there were several Gospels given to us, then it would be okay for us to believe either in the perfect Gospel of the Water and the Spirit or in the other Gospels as well. However, there cannot be more than one true Gospel that has saved us humans. There is no other Gospel given by God in his word but the Gospel of the Water and the Spirit. To this day, however, people have believed in Jesus without realising this fact, thinking that the other gospel is the true gospel, and that is why when they actually encounter the true gospel, the gospel of the water and the spirit, they consider it strange and are unable to accept it. Yet God has never given us mankind any other gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit. You must therefore clearly remember that all other Gospels, apart from the Gospel of the Water and the Spirit, are false Gospels. And you must also remember that it is only when you learn about this Gospel and believe in it that you can receive the perfect remission of your sins and become God's children. There can be no other Gospel but the Gospel of the Water and the Spirit. What's your thought on this issue? In the Apostle Paul's time, there were a certain group of believers called circumcisionists. These people claimed that even if a man accepted Jesus as his saviour, he could become one of God's perfect people only if he were physically circumcised. The same kind of legalistic faith is found in today's Christianity, espoused by those who adhere to the doctrine of repentance. They believe that even though they have accepted Jesus as their saviour, their daily sins are remitted away only when they offer prayers of repentance. All such people actually believe in a different gospel. What do you think about this issue? Christians today say that they are washed from their sins by giving their prayers of repentance, but could you say that those who believe in such a doctrine have true faith? Are your sins really washed away if you give prayers of repentance? No, that is never the case. All those who accepted Jesus as their saviour by believing in his blood on the cross alone and who have long been given prayers of repentance would realise that their sins are never washed away through their own prayers of repentance. In contrast, if anyone believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit that God has given us, then he will be remitted from all his sins once for all, for this gospel truth contains Jesus Christ's complete work of salvation. Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, came to this earth for our salvation, accepted all the sins of the world by being baptised by John, carried these sins to the cross and shed his blood of redemption and he has thereby saved those who believe in his work from all their sins once for all. This is the very gospel of the water and the spirit. So if anyone believes in this genuine gospel then he will be completely remitted from all his sins, made righteous and become God's child. As such, If you had accepted Jesus as your saviour by believing only in his blood of the cross and if you have thereafter tried to be forgiven from your daily sins through your own prayers of repentance then you must realise that your faith is a completely flawed one. Have you died with Jesus Christ and risen from the dead with Jesus Christ? The Apostle Paul says in Galatians chapter 3 verse 27 For as many of you as were baptised into Christ have put on Christ. He confessed his faith by also saying, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. 
These passages show that Paul believed in the gospel of the water and the spirit, which proclaims that when Jesus came to this earth, he took upon all the sins of mankind by being baptised by John the Baptist, was crucified to death, rose from the dead again, and has thereby saved us once for all from all our sins and condemnation. It was because Paul believed in the baptism of Jesus that his old self could die with Jesus and be born again into a new creature. It was through this faith that the Apostle Paul could be baptised with Jesus Christ and die with him. And it was also through this same faith that he could be brought back to life with Jesus. By believing in what Jesus Christ had done on this earth in its entirety, the Apostle Paul was able to unite himself with Christ. Therefore, you must also have the same faith as Paul's faith. We too must remember that when we believe that the baptism Jesus received from John the Baptist in the Jordan River is the baptism through which Christ bore all our sins and weaknesses, our old selves die on the cross and are buried united with Jesus. Put differently, if you do not believe in the baptism of Jesus, then his death on the cross has nothing to do with you. By believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the Apostle Paul was able to unite with Jesus Christ and preach this true gospel all over the world. This faith was espoused by not only the Apostle Paul, but the Apostle John also confessed the same faith. The Apostle John said that Jesus Christ came to this earth by the water, the blood and the spirit. He said, and there are three that bear witness on earth, the spirit, the water and the blood. And these three agree as one. 1 John chapter 5 verse 8. He believed that although Jesus himself was the true God, he came to this earth incarnated in the flesh for our salvation, the witness of the Holy Spirit, took upon all the sins of the world by being baptised, the witness of the water, and atoned for all those sins with his blood on the cross, the witness of the blood. The Apostle Peter also believed in the baptism of Jesus as the antitype of salvation. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 21. Like this, all the apostles and disciples believed in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the gospel of the real truth. However, as those who espoused a gospel different from Paul's gospel had come into the churches of Galatia, Paul had to defend the faith of the saints who believed in the true gospel. You must believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit even now. Most Christians believe in a different gospel at the present. They do not know that the gospel of the water and the spirit is the only true gospel. They think that Jesus' blood on the cross alone is all there is to the gospel. But the gospel they believe in is a half gospel, a different gospel. With such a gospel, they can never be baptised into Jesus Christ, nor can they put on the garments of the righteousness of the Lord. The belief that people could somehow receive the remission of their sins if they believe in Jesus and give prayers of repentance is not the faith that enables them to be united with Jesus Christ. This kind of faith is one that unites with an imperfect, false gospel that is different from the gospel of the water and the spirit revealed in the Bible. The faith that unites with Jesus Christ is the belief that all the sins of mankind were passed on to Jesus and blotted out once for all when he was baptised by John the Baptist. And this kind of faith believes in the fact that it was precisely because Jesus had borne all the sins of this world once for all through the baptism he received from John that he could shed his blood and die on the cross at once and also rise from the dead again to become the Saviour who has delivered us from the condemnation of all sins.
To those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit with their hearts, united with it, the Lord has given the true remission of sin and everlasting life all at once. However, those who do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit and instead unite their hearts with a different gospel will reach the judgment of sin to be condemned for all their sins. As such, all of us must believe wholeheartedly in all the constituents of the genuine gospel, the baptism of Jesus, his death and his resurrection. Only then can we be saved from all sins and enjoy everlasting life. Only when we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit can we become God's people and only then can we also serve the Lord in the newness of the spirit, Romans chapter 7 verse 6, as those who have been resurrected, united with Jesus Christ. How is your faith now? This week is the Passion Week. So Christians are spending their time remembering the suffering Jesus bore on the cross and tearfully repenting from their unfaithful lives. But could they receive the remission of their sins just by believing in Jesus' blood on the cross alone? Although many Christians are convinced that they have been saved just by believing in Jesus' blood on the cross alone, they are in fact still suffering, for in reality, their salvation is nothing more than their own hypothetical salvation, and their sins actually remain intact in their hearts. The true remission of sin is never brought to any spirit that claims to have been remitted from his sins only through the blood of the cross. Of course, since human beings are emotional animals, it's possible for them to feel some psychological satisfaction after they beg God to forgive their sins in tears, thinking about all the suffering and pain Jesus endured until he was crucified to death. However, this is no more than a placebo effect, misleading them to believe that their prayers would somehow be a compensating factor, thinking, since I've begged God so much, he will forgive me. But did your sins really disappear when you offered your own prayers of repentance, trusting only in Jesus' blood on the cross? You probably began your lives of faith by believing in a half-gospel which claims that Jesus was crucified to death to blot out your sins. And since then, you've probably led your lives of faith while giving your prayers of repentance diligently, trying to wash away your personal sins. But what was your result? Didn't your heart's sins still remain intact, just as they had been there before you believed in Jesus? It's because people only believe in Jesus' blood on the cross alone, rather than believing in the Jesus who was baptised by John, that they are incapable of finding the testimony of the word, proclaiming that their sins were passed on to Jesus, and therefore they are believing in Jesus all in vain. If you only believe in Jesus' blood and ignore his baptism, then the true efficacy of salvation can never be attained. When today's Christians commit sin, they try to be washed from their sins by giving prayers of repentance and that is precisely because they believe in a different gospel. Anyone who believes in any gospel other than the gospel of the water and the spirit will be cursed by God. You have to realise how dangerously fallacious this kind of faith is. You yourselves probably know better than anyone else that by believing in the blood of the cross alone, one can never receive the remission of his sins into his heart. All those who have such a mistaken belief must cast aside their faith in the blood of the cross alone and instead accept into their hearts the gospel of the water and the spirit given to us by the Lord. Today on the way to my church I saw a signboard of another church saying the Giving Presbyterian Church. While I have no idea of what it is that this church gives, it would still seem better for pastors to at least give something, even if it were something carnal, rather than just exploiting their congregation.
However, for God's church to help people in carnal affairs is good for only a short while. The true servants of God do not just help people merely in carnal affairs, they try to lead them to spiritual blessings. In contrast, when those who believe in a false gospel today show dedication to charity work, most of the time they are doing it only for publicity purposes to disguise their false faith. That is why the Bible says, and no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14 to 15 and warns us to beware of the false prophets' hypocritical deeds of goodness. As such, the gospel of the water and the spirit is the best gift that we could ever give to another human being. We must help everyone else to receive the remission of sin through faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. The gospel known and believed by such apostles as Paul and his fellow workers was the very gospel of the water and the spirit. By believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the gift that our Lord has given us, everyone must receive the complete remission of his sins. And trusting in the gospel of the water and the spirit, those who were born again before others should preach this true gospel to all those who still do not know it. They will then believe in this gospel with one heart and become God's people. Therefore, those who have already become God's people by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit have been tremendously blessed both in body and spirit. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 14 says, I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain, your new wine and your oil. Since the gospel of the water and the spirit was energetically preached during the early church era, God had already brought down the early rain and now, in this last age, God is bringing down the latter rain by making us spread this true gospel all over the world. Now everyone must accept into his heart and believe in the gospel truth of the water and the spirit that God has given us. The Apostle Paul said that if anyone preaches any gospel other than the gospel preached by him, then he would be accursed by God. No matter who, anyone who preaches any other gospel apart from the gospel of the water and the spirit will be accursed by God. Among today's pastors in this world, there are some who are praised highly by many. Nevertheless, although these pastors may be revered by men, if they preach any other gospel than the gospel of the water and the spirit that God has given to mankind, then they will all be cursed by God. A certain pastor whom I knew was nearing his death at the age of 80, after having spent a lifetime of ministry and I heard that because of the sins that remained in his heart, he gave prayers of repentance until his last moment, praying even as he was passing away, Lord, I've done so many wrongs, please forgive them all and accept this sinner. Would the Lord have accepted his soul? No, of course not. The Lord only punishes those who do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit to be cast into the fire of hell. The Lord says to such people, while you were alive, you had nothing to worry about and lived in so much luxury, like the rich man in the parable of Lazarus. Even though your hearts were sinful, you were rich with your own righteousness, neither looking for the true gospel that would have enabled you to be completely remitted from your sins, nor believing but rejecting it when you heard it. You shall now pay the wages of your sins, and you shall live forever in this burning fire. Since these people had rejected the gospel of the water and the spirit, and lived by trusting only in their own prayers of repentance as the truth that would wash away their sins, they all deserved to be cursed by God. 
No matter how hard they might have tried to build their character, their hearts had no faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, and that is why God has ensured that they would have nothing to expect but only the punishment of the fire of hell. Were you able to wash away all your sins with your own prayers of repentance? Christians all over the world today do not know the gospel of the water and the spirit and so as a result they are preaching to people a different gospel, that is the doctrine of prayers of repentance. They believe that although one is remitted from his original sin by believing in the blood of the cross, all the sins committed thereafter are washed away through prayers of repentance. Since they have never even imagined that their beliefs could be wrong, even when they hear the gospel of the water and the spirit, it's completely alien to them, and so they not only blindly refuse to believe in it, but they also say to others that the gospel of the water and the spirit is not the truth. However, when these people believe in and preach only the blood of the cross, they are actually spreading a false gospel that is clearly different from the gospel of the water and the spirit. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. John chapter 3 verse 5. In other words, Jesus made it clear here that anyone who does not believe that he took upon all the sins of mankind when he was baptised by John the Baptist and that he has saved the entire human race from sin by dying on the cross and rising from the dead again will surely face the condemnation of sin. In contrast, anyone who believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit would have seen for himself how he was remitted from all his sins once for all and became a child of God. Since the gospel of the water and the spirit is the God-given truth of salvation, those who believe in this true gospel will become God's children and his workers. Only this God-given gospel is the truth that brings real salvation. The doctrine of prayers of repentance made by mankind's own thinking, on the other hand, is a false and different gospel, and therefore one can never be washed from all his sins by believing in this. There can be no other gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit the Bible speaks of. People think that when someone goes to a seminary and learns about Christian doctrines and theological ideas, he would know the Bible quite well. But the reality is far different. No matter how hard one might study theology, he cannot learn the genuine gospel from theologians. Therefore, the doctrine of prayers of repentance espoused by theologians is an extremely erroneous doctrine. This doctrine of prayers of repentance is incapable of bringing any benefit to those who believe that they are saved from their sins by giving their own prayers of repentance every day. The true gospel of the remission of sin that the Lord has given us is the gospel of the water and the spirit. However, many theologians in this world do not know this gospel and instead they have confused everyone with the doctrine of prayers of repentance and the doctrine of incremental sanctification. As Satan told people to make up the doctrine of prayers of repentance and believe in it, the Lord clearly said through the book of Galatians that this is a gospel different from the gospel of the water and the spirit. Therefore, if you do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit right now, then this means that your faith has nothing to do with God's true salvation. Just like the Apostle Paul, you too must believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit and thereby have the faith that enables you to be baptised into Jesus Christ, die on the cross and rise from the dead again with him. Only then can you put on the same righteousness as that of Jesus Christ. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son to us and Jesus, having come to this earth, accepted all the sins of mankind by being baptised by John the Baptist.
and by carrying all those sins to the cross and dying on it and by rising from the dead again, our Lord blotted out all our sins and therefore he has become the true saviour of all who believe. Since God has thus accomplished our salvation through his Son with the gospel of the water and the Spirit and made us believe in it, there is no reason why we shouldn't believe in this truth. The gospel of salvation through which the Lord has saved us from sin is the gospel of the water and the Spirit. It is when we believe in this gospel of the water and the spirit God has given to us through his Son that we are truly united with Jesus Christ. Hence, only those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit are made God's people. By believing in any gospel other than the gospel of the water and the spirit, we can never become God's people. If we were to serve Jesus with our deeds, how well could we serve him? Even if we had given all ourselves for the Lord, anyone who does not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit can never be saved. The Lord has saved us from all sins through the gospel of the water and the spirit. There is nothing that we can do well before the Lord other than to just believe in the word of truth that the Lord has given us salvation by coming by the water, the blood and the spirit and thank him for it. It's not by practising virtuous deeds before God or diligently giving prayers of repentance that we can be washed from our sins. It is only by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit which God completed for us out of his unconditional love that we can receive the remission of our sins and attain eternal life. The Lord made this beautiful gospel and gave it to all of us freely, telling us, believe and be saved. Now, if anyone just accepts the God-given gift of salvation by faith, then he can become one of God's own people. Because the gospel of the water and the spirit given to us by God is the truth of perfect salvation, each and every one who believes in it is made God's child and his worker and is to enter heaven and receive eternal life. Our Lord has saved us from all our sins through the gospel of the water and the spirit. There is now no other truth of salvation but this genuine gospel. Since many Christians believe that the gospel of only the blood of the cross, which they have believed in, is the truth, they think that the different gospel mentioned in today's scripture passage refers to the groundless teaching of heretics. But in fact, they need to realise that the different gospel is none other than what they believe in. The gospel of only the blood of the cross and the doctrine of prayers of repentance are different gospels that lead people to spiritual death. To those in this age who believe in only the blood of the cross as their salvation, I dare to say you have believed in a different gospel, not the gospel of the water and the spirit. And I admonish them all, Turn around right now and believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Together with my colleagues, I will continue to preach this gospel of the water and the spirit all over the world. I will work even harder, pledging my life to this work. That's because the day of the Lord is near. Now those who have heard the gospel of the water and the spirit with their ears must discern properly whether this word is correct or not, believe in it and be saved from all their sins. Now we will testify the gospel of the water and the spirit even more clearly and we will draw the unmistakable line of salvation in people's hearts. We will thus lead and help to prosper those who believe in Jesus correctly, but for those who do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit until the end, there is nothing more we can do but leave them alone. Nonetheless, we will still continue to spread the gospel of the water and the spirit diligently as long as we can. Time flows like water. 
everyone who was born in this world must stand before God at least once. We don't know what might happen to us personally, nor do we know what would happen to this planet Earth in the future. You probably know very well how the tsunami, triggered by an undersea earthquake in Indonesia last winter, brought such a devastating disaster that no one had expected. It was reported that this was one of the greatest earthquakes on record. Hundreds of thousands of people died from this one disaster alone. NASA's Goddard Institute for Space Studies recently announced that this year's summer would likely to be the hottest summer in the past 100 years. Who knows if an unprecedented flood in human history might not occur and sweep us away to death. If we were crossing a river and somehow got swept away in a raging flood, wouldn't it be all over for us? Who knows if this might not happen to you? No one can see into the future, not even an inch. All of us must therefore make the necessary spiritual preparation so that any time the Holy God calls us, we may come and stand before his presence boldly. This preparation is made by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit and receiving the remission of our sins. Yet in spite of this, Christians in this age believe in Jesus in their sinful state, for even though they have believed in Jesus for decades, they have believed only in the blood of the cross. They do not even realise the existence of the gospel of the water and the spirit, the gospel that can completely blot out all their sins. Now everyone must know the gospel of the water and the spirit and believe in it also. Given the fact that this world is inevitably doomed, shouldn't we now believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit and become God's people? It's a constant struggle to live in this present world and there is no hope. Many people in the third world can hardly feed themselves and so it's not unusual to see an entire family committing suicide or parents abandoning their children. In fact, in this age and time, it's very difficult to live in this world with sanity without believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. What hope is there to this world? But for me, it is those who believe in Jesus without knowing the gospel of the water and the spirit whom I pity the most. Given the fact that everyone who was ever born in this world is bound to die once and must inevitably part from this world that's like a sea of suffering, shouldn't we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit all the more and enjoy happiness in the next world to come? How could people have left the God-given gospel of the water and the Spirit so soon? The Apostle Paul said that he could not understand why the saints of the Galatian churches had turned away so soon from the God-given gospel to a different gospel. False teachers with Jewish backgrounds had come into the churches of Galatia and they had deceived the saints saying, I also believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, but still we can become God's people only if we are physically circumcised. They had begun to shake the faith of the saints of the Galatian churches, saying, Isn't circumcision the covenant God established with Abraham our forefather of faith? If you are Abraham's descendants, why would you not be circumcised in your flesh? Moreover, if you are circumcised, it would be very useful to preach the gospel to Jews also, so why would you hesitate? Hearing this, the Galatian believers thought that it was more sound and so they quickly abandoned the gospel of the water and the spirit and sought to be physically circumcised as soon as possible. 
the Apostle Paul was truly astonished that they could have accepted another gospel so easily and he was also so angry that he said to them bluntly, There is no other gospel. If anyone preaches any other gospel than what I have preached to you, let him be accursed. Could any pastor dare to say to his own congregation, May you be accursed? Yet the Apostle Paul declared to the saints in the Galatian churches that if any of them preached any gospel other than the true gospel preached by Paul, he would be accursed. All that the Apostle Paul did was just to relay the word of God to those who deserved to be accursed. He was saying to them, If you do not turn around until the end and believe in physical circumcision, then you will be accursed. But if you turn around even now, then you will avoid your certain fate that would have you thrown into the everlasting fire of hell. There can be no other gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit that God has given to mankind. Some people believe that they are saved from sin just by believing in the blood of the cross alone. Even though one can never escape from sin by believing only in the blood of the cross, absurdly they are deluded into thinking that such a belief is right. There indeed are so many people who are sacrificing themselves for a different gospel like this, dedicating all their lifetime and all their belongings to it. All of us must grasp that only the gospel of the water and the spirit is the true gospel and that there is no other gospel. We know that those who believe only in the blood of the cross and just seek a form of godliness are ignorant of the gospel of the water and the spirit. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 5 They think that since they are leading their lives of faith properly, they would not be subject to the wrath of God. But by thinking so, they are deceiving no one else but themselves. Anyone who does not believe in the gospel truth of the water and the spirit infallibly has sin in his heart. Among such people, some are recklessly brave enough to say, Although I believe in only the blood of the cross, since Jesus has washed away all my past, present and future sins with his blood, there indeed is no sin in my heart. However, these people are deceiving themselves now. Anyone who claims to be sinless by believing in the blood of the cross alone, even as he does not believe that only the gospel of the water and the spirit is the true gospel, is deceiving himself and is not abiding in the truth. 1 John chapter 1 verse 8 What would happen to you if you do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the truth of salvation, until the very end? Undoubtedly, you will be punished by God for your sins. You must therefore believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit that has saved everyone from sin, or otherwise you will forever remain unable to receive the remission of your sins. The way for us to turn everything the Lord has done for us useless is not to believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. The Lord is the Son of God, the Creator, our God, our Saviour and our Master. To save us humans from sin, our Lord was born borrowing the body of a woman for a short while was baptised by John the Baptist, died on the cross, rose from the dead again and has thereby saved us once for all. If your hearts do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, even as you understand it, then this can only mean that you have already believed in a different gospel. Many people today lack the spiritual discernment and so they foolishly believe in a different gospel other than the gospel of the water and the spirit. All of us are only passing through this world for a short while. Since God has completed the gospel of the water and the spirit so that everyone on this earth would be able to enter heaven, 
Whoever has received eternal life in heaven by faith is the most successful of all who were born on this earth. Given the fact that our lives in this world are only transient, we must find the true gospel of the water and the spirit while we are still alive in this world, believe in it and be delivered from all our sins. How wonderful would it be if many people were to realise and believe that the gospel of the water and the spirit is the truth. How much more wonderful would it be if everyone all over the world were to believe in this genuine gospel and obtain salvation while on this earth. I am hoping for the day to come when everyone throughout the whole world would know the gospel of the water and the spirit properly and believe in it. Otherwise, when this world is destroyed, all those who do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit will also be destroyed along with the world. That is why the Bible says, a man who is in honour yet does not understand is like the beasts that perish. Psalms chapter 49 verse 20. What about those who have lived an ascetic and godly life before God? Would they be saved even if they don't believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit? No, that's not the case. There is no other way on earth to be saved but to receive the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. You must now realise that there is no other gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit and you must believe in this gospel without fail. You must also remember that if anyone preaches any other gospel than the gospel of the water and the spirit, even if he were an angel from heaven, he will be accursed. Today, when Christianity has established itself as the number one religion of the world, it is filled with those who believe in another gospel, different from the genuine gospel of the water and the spirit. So even Christians mistakenly think of Jesus as no more than the founder of Christianity. Although they say they believe in Jesus as their saviour, in fact they do not believe in him as the Lord of salvation revealed in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Now everyone who really believes in the word of God must know the God-spoken gospel of the water and the spirit and receive the remission of his sins by believing in this gospel. We must realise that the true gospel taught by God is the gospel of the water and the spirit. The gospel believed and preached by the Apostle Paul was none other than this very gospel. There is no other genuine gospel but the gospel of the water and the spirit. All other gospels apart from this gospel are fake. Both the Old and New Testaments are teeming with various passages describing the gospel of the water and the spirit. All the four gospels record the Lord's work of redemption starting from the baptism Jesus received. Jesus himself said to Nicodemus that one could see the kingdom of God and enter it only if he were born again of water and the Spirit. When the apostle to replace Judas Iscariot was chosen, we see that the early church of Jerusalem limited his qualification to only those who were with the apostles from the day Jesus was baptised to the day he ascended to heaven. Acts chapter 1 verse 21 to 22. Like this, the apostles and saints of the early church all believed in the gospel of the water and the spirit. They were all clothed with the righteousness of God by being baptised into Jesus with their faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. If we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, uniting our hearts with it, the gospel through which our Lord has saved us from the sins of this world, then we too have put on Jesus Christ. Whoever was baptised into Christ is someone who has been saved before God by believing with the heart in the works of Jesus Christ that have saved us from sin. All such people who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit are God's own children. Do you also believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit? I too believe in this gospel. One must be able to take care of his soul at least. 
Who else could take care of your souls? Who else could be punished for your sins instead of your souls? Could parents bear the punishment of sin on behalf of their children? No, that's not possible. People do not go to hell because they want to go there, nor can they avoid it just because they don't want to go there. Just because one has done some good deeds before God, this does not mean he can be saved from sin and enter heaven. No one can escape from the punishment of hell if he does not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit that God has given us. Therefore, we must believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit with our hearts and thus have the faith that unites us with Christ. For us to be saved from sin, there is no other way but to accept the gospel of the water and the spirit into our hearts and believe in it. Before God, there is no other way for us but to say yes to his word. What more do we have before God? We have nothing. Who believes in Jesus most properly? It's someone who, when the Lord says that the gospel of the water and the spirit is the truth, says yes and believes in it. Anyone who believes in Jesus as his saviour, regardless of what the word of God actually says, is a fool. But if anyone believes in the saviour, who came by the gospel of the water and the spirit, then he will be delivered from all his sins and become a sinless person. Some people say, Since I have not believed in the gospel of the water and the spirit to this day, I can't just believe in this gospel now. Such people are indeed fools whose hearts are arrogant and who do not take care of even their own souls. Yet, unfortunately, there are so many people like this. It doesn't matter how we might have believed in Jesus before. The Lord said, let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Matthew chapter 5 verse 37. If the word of God says that the gospel of the water and the spirit is the truth, then from this moment on, all that we have to do is say yes to this gospel and believe in it exactly according to the word. If we realised at last that what we had believed so far was a different gospel, then we should just admit to God that we had misbelieved and believe now in the gospel of the water and the spirit. How could this possibly hurt our pride? If God and we were even remotely comparable, then we might cling to our pride. But when God is so incomparably higher than us and holier than us, what would we achieve by sticking to our pride before the omnipotent God? What other solution do we have but to believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit even now? The gospel preached by the Apostle Paul is the gospel of the water and the spirit. He said, For as many of you as were baptised into Christ have put on Christ. The Apostle Paul believed that Jesus Christ was baptised to accept the sins of mankind, died on the cross and rose from the dead again, thereby saving not only Paul himself but the entire human race from sin. There is no gospel other than the gospel of the water and the spirit. If anyone follows another gospel apart from the gospel of the water and the spirit then he will surely be accursed. As for me, like the Apostle Paul, I believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. But what about you? Do you also believe in this gospel? For some people, while they are zealous for God, they do not know the righteousness of the gospel of the water and the spirit God completed for us. And so they try to establish their own righteousness, refusing to submit to the true gospel. Romans chapter 10 verse 1 to 3. Such people are so stubborn before God. One should be stubborn only before someone to whom he can insist upon his way. How could anyone be so obstinate before Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus Christ after all? 
He is the King of Kings and the Creator who made the galaxies. Who can then even dare to say that he won't believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit that Christ completed by sacrificing himself and gave as a gift? Those who are arrogant before God will ultimately fall into the pit of destruction for their sin of challenging the righteousness of God. You should examine yourselves to see if you are not such fools and if you find out that you are now believing in another gospel then you should turn around as soon as possible and believe in the true gospel of the water and the spirit. Any gospel other than the gospel of the water and the spirit is nothing more than a man-made doctrine and therefore it is an accursed gospel. If we have fallacious beliefs before God, then isn't it only proper that we should cast them aside as soon as possible? Christianity originated from the truth that Jesus Christ has saved us mankind through the gospel of the water and the spirit. Yet despite this, in what kind of gospel do Christians all over the world now believe? Since the closing of the early church era to this present day, a different gospel, other than the gospel of the water and the spirit, has been corrupting Christianity. With the passing of the early church apostles, the church went into the post-apostolic age and the era of the church fathers. From the age of the church fathers, however, different gospels other than the gospel of the water and the spirit had already begun to corrupt the true faith of the church. After this, once the Edict of Milan was announced in 313 AD, the gospel of the water and the spirit disappeared completely from the church and from then on to this very day, Christianity has come to believe in another gospel. However, in this last age, God has once again re-established the true gospel of the water and the spirit, giving rise to the work that saves souls. As Christians, therefore, it is wrong for them to not believe in this gospel of truth and insist on their own way. If the word of God says that the gospel of the water and the spirit is the truth, then we should believe so accordingly and throw out all other teachings that are different from this gospel. There is no reason why we should continue to believe in the fallacious doctrines of Christianity. No matter what the so-called famous theologians might have argued, and no matter how Christians before us might have believed, because the word of God says that only the gospel of the water and the spirit is true, we must believe in this gospel and preach it. A reporter at the Associated Press recently sent me an email from Vietnam. He wrote that although he believes that the gospel of the water and the spirit is correct, since many people still do not believe in this true gospel, they have an aversion to our books that point out their mistaken beliefs too bluntly. I'm nonetheless very grateful to God, for this man believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit and fully supports the truth proclaimed by our books. There are people who won't believe in the true gospel, no matter how it is explained in so much detail, as it is written in Matthew chapter 11 verse 17. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not lament. However, on his side, God is spreading this gospel of the water and the spirit throughout the world and he fully exposes just how wrong it is to believe in any gospel other than this gospel. So, those who hear the gospel of the water and the spirit will realise that what they had believed so far was all wrong and they will now come to look for God's church where the gospel of the water and the spirit is preached. And coming to God's church, they will learn about the Bible and they will stand firmly on the true word of God. God has made us preach the gospel of the water and the spirit so that we may serve his righteousness. God has commanded us to proclaim the gospel truth of the water and the spirit so that everyone all over the world would hear it.
That is why we are distributing so many books that hold the gospel of the water and the spirit, not only all over Korea, but throughout the whole world. Last year alone, we distributed over 400,000 books all over the world for free. We sent our books to whoever wanted them, regardless of where he lived. So considering this, it is not because no one is spreading the gospel of the water and the spirit that people are unable to be saved. It's because they do not love their own souls that they remain unable to reach salvation. We give all our thanks to God. Above all, we are grateful that God has given us the gospel of the water and the spirit and we are thankful that he has made us preach this true gospel. Until all those who believe in any gospel other than the gospel of the water and the spirit realise their mistake, repent from it, turn around and return to God, we must continue to spread this gospel. Until the day the Lord calls us home, this work of proclaiming the gospel of the water and the spirit will continue tirelessly. Hallelujah!